her nose scrunched up, causing the cute freckles on her face to stand out more. Mousetraps, you say? He stroked the strong line of his jaw, pretending to think about her request. Come on, Jason, don't fuck with me. She stomped her sensible black flats, the effort wasted on the wood floors, barely making a sound. I know you have them. Earl's out until their truck comes in next week. Then wait until next week. Jason purposely dragged out the conversation just to hear her curse again. The only other time he could get a less than perfectly articulated response from her was when he was pounding deep inside her. Then she was all dirty talk and curses that were creative enough to make a sailor blush. I can't, or I wouldn't be standing here right now. She placed her hand on her hips. They've already eaten five of my spreadsheets. I had to start all over again, putting me way behind schedule. Now Earl said you were the only other place in town that would have them, so I suggest you stop trying to vex me and hand them over. Now hold on a moment, Izzy. Just because I stock hunting traps doesn't mean that I have traps for everyday occurrences like a little bitty mouse. He pinched his fingers together, a smirk covering his face. Don't call me that. She placed her hands on the counter, and his eyes were drawn down to her chest that was pressed against the edge of the counter, giving him a wonderful view of her cleavage. Jason, are you listening to me? She snapped her fingers in front of his face, ripping his gaze from the delectable sight of her chest. Yes, mousetraps. He pointed a beefy finger toward the back of the store. Back wall, top shelf. She glanced over her shoulder to where he had pointed. Muttering thanks, she marched back down the aisle. His eyes followed her curvy behind as her petite form thundered toward where he had moved the mousetraps just moments before. Jason inched around the counter and sauntered down after her. A smile filled his face as he watched her stand on her tiptoes, trying to get to the packages just out of her reach. Need a hand? His voice was right beside her ear, causing her to jump in place. She spun around and glared at him, her hands on her hips once more. She was so hot when she was mad. He wanted to take her in his arms and cover her smart mouth with his. From the way her breath caught in her throat at his presence, he wasn't a hundred percent sure she would tell him no. Here. He reached over her, being sure to press close as he pulled down a few traps. Should I put them on your tab? Isabel took the traps from his hands, their fingers brushing, causing a zing to go through him. From the widening of her eyes, he knew she felt it too. Yeah, thanks. She tried to push past him and beeline it for the door, but he caught her arm. Wait. Isabel looked down at the hand holding onto her and then up at him. What is it? I really need to get going. I have a ton of errands to run before Vincent gets home. The sound of the monster's name caused him to drop her arm like it was on fire. Vampires, fairies, even werewolves were common occurrences in big cities. There were even a few senators who were part of the undead, an effort to bring equality to the supernaturals of the world. But in Rollings, Minnesota, where the population didn't go higher than 5,000, the soups were a lot harder to come by. The ones they did have were well known, and Vincent was one of the most notorious of them all. 
Vincent was a werewolf who owned the only gambling hall in Rollings. If being a soup wasn't bad enough, he lived in the gaudiest mansion just outside of town and was the son of the Alpha who ran all the Minnesota werewolf packs, making him some kind of royalty to the other supernaturals. But not to Jason. The only thing he cared about was that the wolf was Isabel's boss, boyfriend, and the only thing standing between them getting back together. Right, Vincent. He drawled out, trying to hide his irritation. How is the mutt doing? He's fine, Isabel quickly replied, stepping back from him. Look, I really have to go. With that, she hurried out the store door, causing Jason to frown at her retreating form. She hadn't even acknowledged his insult on the mutt. It was not like her at all.